Okay, because we have not had enough time to come up with a new name and relaunch the podcast, we are still here at the GearYourGirl.com official podcast. I'm Adrian Harvey, and this is Chad Eldridge. Dr. Chad Eldridge, I should say, and uh, I, I did better pronouncing the names. Now, we're going to have this, uh, this is going to be kind of a short episode. We're going to try to go for just under or just over half an hour. But here's the cool part. Um, we're both going to give a recap of some very cool events that we've both recently been to. Um, Chad just got back from the Functional Range Conditioning uh, Certification. Mm-hmm. And uh, out at the Onnit Academy, and I just came back from the Kettle PRT um, competition, I guess you could call it, in Chicago, and I helped judge out there. It was very cool. So we both have a whole lot to say about two very different, but yet somehow very related events that we hope will be interesting to you. So first off, I'm proud of the fact that I've remembered uh, every time Chad has said F. RC to me, my brain has just completely stopped working and I wrote down on a card, functional range conditioning. So let's hear about what exactly functional range conditioning means and is and what you did out in Austin. And I'm going to hit the timer. All right. So yeah. And um, I was out at the Onnit Academy, which is an amazing facility uh, out in Austin, Texas. If you ever get a chance to go out to Austin, I suggest you stop on in. Um, but functional range conditioning uh, was created by Dr. Andreo Spina. He's a chiropractor out of Canada, and it basically, in short terms, it's allowing your joints to act like joints throughout your body. Because we tend to uh, kind of clump up shoulder motion or certain hip motions with certain things, and the whole point of the class was to, you know, basically isolate joints and to train them so that they can move freely through the ranges of motion they should be able to go through. Um, he, he said it bigly, like trying to basically make humans better at being human, uh, since we do tend to, you know, back in the day, be very moving, constantly moving, you know, hunting, gathering, doing all this stuff, and now we're sitting on our butts, and our bodies kind of adapted this uh, aspect. So, I mean, there's certain steps and, you know, systematic approaches to this. First off, they has certain things like called CARS, which are controlled articular rotation. So it's basically, hey, can you take your shoulder and rotate it in the axis that it should be? And if not, then, well, guess what? You don't have a shoulder. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you basically go through and isolate those, um, those certain things, and you start you know, progressively training them to not only become more mobile, but functional mobility. So you mm-hmm. can actually control the motion that you gain. Um, but he also, you know, he also is one of those big guys that says you have to train in different uh, planes of motion. So a lot of times people get injured, and one of the things he did say is you regret that uh, that range or that motion that you did that you got hurt in. So if you don't oh. train in that motion, your tissues are like less likely to be adaptable and to be able to sustain any of these loads or anything else, you know, acting upon them. So it was it was a amazing course um not only the fact that i can help others with this but also like you you notice once again self-reflection you go oh crap (laughs) i need to work on this myself so it was uh, was definitely an eye-opening experience in terms of well my hips are crap my ankles are crap shoulders not so bad um but the most part it's an eye-opening like wow i need to work on this and actually going through the systematic approach to it um you're like, wow. Like, literally, it felt like those two days, it felt like I probably had worked out hardcore for 
a good week. Like there's some Whoa. soreness that was involved, um, cramping that goes on because your body, your your body's not used to some of these ranges of motion. Mm-hmm. So it's like a neurological ah. confusion type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, but not only that, like the class itself, the people that were in the class with me, which I always enjoy when yeah. I take all these classes, not only the material I learned, but also you're introduced to a wide range of different types of, you know, job, at, uh, you know, people that do certain things and just, at, you know, all kinds. I mean, like I was pretty much amazed. Like we had UFC fighters in there. We had, you know, gym owners, strength and conditioning coaches, chiropractors, PTs, all kinds. But we were all making the same grimacing faces and going into severe cramping while doing a lot of this. So it was like a group effort of, geez, get me, like, we need some work. But, um, huh. yeah, but it was definitely something you can easily just comprehend, mm-hmm. take into whatever, either your own movement uh, practices or if you work with other people and start incorporating. Like, I've already started with a couple of my people incorporating this stuff in. Um, and, like, with anything, it's it takes daily work right. in order to achieve your goal. Uh, and to maintain your goal as well, because right. we tend to think, oh, I get it, I get, I feel good, I'm just going to stop doing it, and then you revert back to all right. the other stuff. So it's a good reminder of, you know, you have to do this daily, or not the whole system, at least certain things mm-hmm. daily to maintain it. But um, I do, I mean, I suggest, I would recommend this course to people that are looking to maybe, you know, open up their own eyes to uh, their own movement practices, mm-hmm. or to incorporate with their, their clients in the terms of training or patients or anything like that but his approach is definitely cool he's laid back like myself and he has science that backs it up which right. is also I'm a big geek when it comes to that stuff so if you can oh, give yeah. cool stuff <laughs> and back it up with actual relevant science mm-hmm. like it's a ding 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 on my book so cool. it was definitely I'll have to take you through some of it and see yeah how you no please it. I know I need help <laughs> like seriously yeah, yeah. now Okay, so what you're saying is pretty interesting. I have a couple questions for yeah. you. Um, so did you find that most of the challenges were happening with the physical body, or was it more of a neurological nerve kind of thing, or am I asking the wrong question? Well, no, because um, my, my practice, I deal with both, you know. Right. But uh, like, so the, some of the stuff they'll consider software issues, which right. are like more of a neurological patterning, uh, receptor stuff, how your, how your nervous system reacts to certain things. Mm-hmm. What this focuses on is more of the hardware, if you would okay. say, issues. So like the actual joint capsules themselves, okay. the joints themselves, how they move. And when you have the cramping aspects, there is like a neurological component because right. just... your, your body is not used to being mm-hmm. in these positions, so it, it freaks out. It's like anything. If you put yourself in a position, you're like, you start hyperventilating, but it's the mm-hmm. same kind of thing. It's like your body's, not, it's a neurological confusion. Right. You've, you've given yourself a little bit of emotion that you're not used to having. Huh. Um, and the way they establish this is not just like a stretching. Like there is some stretching involved, but right. then then it, in terms of some isometric holds and contractions so that you're actually using the musculature of the joints cool. to actually get that level of mobility and to keep that level of mobility. So it's more of a, you just passively stretch your body's really not going to take it seriously. It may mm-hmm. affect it for a quick bit, but it's not going to hold. Right. So these are ways to not only maintain this uh, newfound functional mobility, but then to keep it. Uh, and then you progress into actually being able to control it. So okay. um, there'll be some functional lift, lift-offs and holds and being able to take your leg and just like circle it around from... Wow. I mean, it's the, the way... The, the avenues you can go to and the directions you can go to it all dependent based off of what you if you're a dancer you can let's mm-hmm. let's incorporate these but even the 
the eccentric loads that you end up with um, kind of thing to help prepare your body f- to help maybe prevent other injuries mm-hmm. um, is pretty cool too. Like people think, like one of the main things is people when they sprain their ankle, what's the next, what's the main thing that usually happens again after another sprain sprained ankle? Yeah. So uh, one of the points you had um, mentioned was, is like with an ankle sprain, yes, um, you can you know, work on the balance and all that stuff, but you need to train the tissues and the joints to be able to actually take that force of going into like an inversion or wow. twi- rolled ankle per right. se, and then you get it to the point where you can maintain, 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 control, 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 so your tissues will actually adapt and become stronger. So if put in that situation of, oh, I just rolled mm-hmm. my ankle, it's no longer a, oh crap, mm-hmm. I haven't trained the tissues in this position or in this range, so you sprain your ankle, and now it's like, oh, I've been training in this range. I feel comfortable. Your body's mm-hmm. less apt to go, oh, alarm right. system, alarm system, <laughs> alarm system. So huh. it's it was more of a hardware, mm-hmm. but including the neurological component in it because okay. anything you do, obviously, there's a neuro- neurological component. But right. uh, this was more of a huh. hardware joints themselves issue. But cool. uh, but it's definitely it's definitely eye-opening that's, that is that's for sure and also sounds like and this is something i totally agree with something that drives me bonkers with a lot of women's training or training i should say that is marketed to women is it's all this flexibility stuff and it's always like oh women are more flexible guess what this one isn't and yeah. uh, and that's fine but i also you know while i need to work on my flexibility and mobility and and am actually right now which i've got a show and tell item for chad for next time um he'll like especially with his daily training idea here but um you know it's possible to be too flexible um in terms of putting yourself at an injury risk now if you're a contortionist for the Cirque du Soleil you know what chances are you've got people you're training with who who are supporting you and you're not necessarily at risk of injury however you know for those of us who are you know recreational exercisers or you know athletes um, amateur pro whatever you know there's a level of flexibility that is helpful for us in our lives and in a sport or whatnot but then you know if you've got that range of motion that's too far and no control that's a huge risk oh yeah that was the main purpose uh, you know the the certification as well it's can you control it because it's one thing to go and stretch and be flexible for an hour but if you were to step out of that class or whatever you're doing and a bus was to come at you now can you functionally control that newfound flexibility right Uh, because that's the main component because you can see people that are very bendy or flexible but they still get hurt because guess what i'm extremely flexible but I can't control any of that right Um, because the body that's what it basically is you need to have Mm -hmm. that combo of mobility and stability which stability is basically controlled movement right Um, so that was another big point because actually one of the guys in the class um, who I follow tremendously the guy's hilarious and can do some crazy movements his name's Hunter Cook Um, I was speaking to him about because he was helping out and he was like he took the class because he himself um, was very bendy, very okay. bendy, and he had no huh. control. So he took it more of the control aspect, and now you watch some of the stuff he can do, it's even more like, holy crap. So, I mean, people think, oh, I just need to stretch and become flexible. Right. That's not the case. Like, you right. need 
yes, to have that ability to move and be mobile, mm-hmm. but if you can't control it, then mm-hmm. what's what's the use of having it? It's right. like, okay, I've got a TV I want to watch, but I have no control over what channels, but I have a ton of channels I can have access to, but no control, so. Oh, that's a good analogy. I mean, so it's kind of that aspect. You So if you think, oh, I'm very bendy, oh, I don't need this, well, guess what? Now you need to learn maybe some strength, maybe some control on that aspect. Right. So huh. in life, movement considers both. You need to have the ability to move and the ability to control. So mm-hmm. everybody needs it. It doesn't matter. Like if you say you're bendy, then you need a little bit more training in the aspect of strength and control. So right. And specific would, kinds too, because yeah. I mean, you'll see a lot of people that are very bendy, um, you know, they'll have the uh, hyper extended elbows, like at the top of the push up, and they just bang, bang, bang yeah. that again and again. And it's like, well, yes, they're technically strength training, but you know, there's that range of motion that they're just training into harder and harder. Oh yeah. And uh, that always makes me think of um, cracking crabs leg, uh, crab legs when I was a little kid. I really enjoyed crab legs as a kid. I still do. But every time I see that, it makes me hurt because I'm like, ah, you know, it's good for crab legs. But I know what happens next. The meat comes out. Yeah. Well, too, <laughs> like, um, but like you were saying that most women think they're flexible. And then the, another thing he says is, is mm-hmm. talking about people think just because I age, I lose range of motion. You don't have to. You don't have to. That's the one people that that excuse of, oh, it's because I'm getting older. Bullcrap for, <laughs> for anything. So right. no matter what age you guys are listening here, it doesn't, don't use that excuse. It's BS. But... Uh, like he would show that, you know, like the reason we lose it per se is more for the fact that we don't train it or we're right. sitting. We're very sedentary type of a lifestyle and then your, your tissues will adapt to it. Um, mm-hmm. So your tissues will say, well, I guess I don't need to go through this range of motion. So I just clump together. Now my hip is attached mm-hmm. to my pelvis is detached from this. So wow. now every time I move, it's just one big motion because um, he had posted a picture of his baby. He has some kids. and. Yeah showed the you know, passive range of motion of his ankle, which basically had the toe almost to the shin. Oh my gosh, yeah. And people are like, oh, it's because it's a baby. But then he took his same picture of his his ankle uh-huh. in the same, almost exact same position. Uh-huh. And people are like, oh, you're abnormal. No, that's <laughs> what a normal ankle should be able to do. Right. If your ankle can't do that, then no, you are abnormal. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this whole concept that people have this mm-hmm. misconception that as I age, not only do I have to lose flexibility or ranges yeah. of motion, but also, I'm going to get hard. It's that whole yeah. it's right. excuse. The media it's, drives me crazy oh, yeah. with that. Oh, well, you're going to lose muscle as you get old. Well, yeah, if you don't do anything with yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Or you know, you're going to eat low T as this. Well, well, not if you, you right. know, actually work out, right. eat right, and stuff like this. It's right. it's all driven based off of what are we trying to sell. Right. Um, or what are we too lazy to actually learn or you know research. Mm-hmm. So if we don't know this, our first thing is, oh, well, it hurts. Oh, you're you're old. Just stop running, or you're doing this. Right, right. Not because that's truthful. It's just because whoever told you that's too lazy mm-hmm. to do. Go take some courses, or right. to maybe read a book, or read something to find out that okay, there's other reasons for this, not just stop doing it. Right. Which is, right. In my opinion, drives me up the wall. Like I have yeah. patients that come in, and I'll ask. Right, right. Oh, they've seen other people. So what they say? That oh, they said that, and trying to oh. keep a straight face where I'm not like, oh, that person's a <laughs> right. complete idiot. Yeah, but you're like, I've got good news I've for got, you. Yeah, just, <laughs> I can tell you the difference, but right. I mean, so that's I mean, yeah. once again, like I took the class. It was an amazing class, that's but cool. I suggest either people take this or just taking classes mm-hmm. in general. Like, oh yeah. Once again, like not only did I learn knowledge to better my mm-hmm. ability to help others, but mm-hmm. I learned knowledge to also take into effect of 
helping my myself. So it was definitely an awesome, awesome course. Like I said, the facility on the academy. Cool. Yeah, I'm seeing the pictures. Looks pretty cool. Oh, and they do cool. some like some very unconventional. Oh yeah. Uh, train which lit my eyes up. Maybe even more excited. I oh, loved wow. it even more. So. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So what we'll to play around and talk about? I've that. got some maces and stuff that you you probably saw there, and then oh, I've yeah. got a really heavy one that um, was made by. Um, Stronger grip, okay. and it has a loadable uh, thing. I have a little jar of, of BDs to put in there, and I thought I was going to be all cool and put the whole canister, oh, this little tiny canister of BBs in there. Yeah. <laughs> I had to take half of them out. It was like, it was a very sad moment. My friend was there. She's like, <laughs> she's like, what do you do? Like, tell no one. <laughs> I was not yeah. able to do oh, it. As for aging, I've said this a million times, and I'll probably say it a million more times because. I don't know. It, it seems to resonate with people, but I think as we get older, and I'm I'm only 38, which for some of my friends doesn't even. They're just like, whatever you child. Um, but but to some of you 20 year olds listening who think that that's ancient, uh, here's the deal: it's not so much that bad things happen to you because you get older. It's that as we get older, we have to stop abusing our bodies. I mean, I remember uh, when I was in high school, you would not even believe what I would eat after school. Like, it was disgusting. Oh, yeah. And I weighed maybe 110 pounds, 105 pounds. I don't know where it went. It, it, it went into the universe, into space. Like, bad stuff. Like, microwave pizzas and half a thing of Ben & Jerry's New York Super Fudge chunk. Um, I, I, how I don't have diabetes is amazing. But... You know, the thing is, we, we can't keep doing stuff like that as we yeah. get older, or the consequences will happen. Oh, I mean, yeah. the stuff I ate in college was, was bad enough, but it's like, okay, and I'm kind of refining my approach as I get older and kind of learning, you know, okay, I'm maybe not going to just jump off of something without sort of evaluating it. And the truth is, I shouldn't have been eating junk food all along. Oh. It's not just because I was, you know... It's not because it was the right thing to do at any point. It's just as I'm older, I'm less able to get away with stupid stuff I shouldn't have been doing in the first place. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's all about how you treat treat right. the body. And mm-hmm. as opposed to like maybe taking that step and going, oh, man, maybe I should start incorporating this. It's right. excuses. Oh, genetics. It's uh, it's this. It's aging. Oh, well, it's this. And it, it's like, yeah. it tends the excuse list right. tends to get a little bit bigger. But the list yeah. of things that you're trying to do to improve yourself gets shorter. Right, um, right, unless you fight it. Unless you fight it. But, I mean, it takes work. And yeah. another thing they you know, talked about this weekend was that certain things have prerequisites. Like, mm-hmm. your body has prerequisites to complete certain tasks. Yeah. So, if you're just going from being sedentary to going and just running, mm-hmm. which a lot of people do, uh, they go from, ah, I've never worked out. I'm going to try to right. lose some weight. I'm going to get off my butt and just start running and pounding the pavement without right. looking, hey, do I have the ability for my ankle to actually dorsiflex or my toe or this or right. that? That's when you get hurt. So right. there's those small steps you need to realize that, hey, yeah. you can't go from zero to 100 right. uh, and expect nothing to happen. But I'm not saying don't be scared to not do something, but just say, hey, let me maybe go and be evaluated by somebody or at least do mm-hmm. a self-evaluation and right. ease your way into it and know certain things you need to work on. Um, that's one of the things is like it's a big thing for most people in all aspects I see in the gym like if your shoulder can't do this well maybe you shouldn't be throwing up a lot of heavy weight over your head if you can't even take your shoulder and put it in a position to 
get it there without any weight right or your ankle or your you know your hip can't load this mm -hmm. or if your wrist can't go into a full extension maybe it's not a smart idea to throw your body weight and do some handstands and some yeah. handstand walks and then expect why is my elbow and my shoulder hurting right down the wrong so just take those and it sometimes it doesn't take long like no from this weekend until today i've been doing stuff and i can already see a huge improvement wow. uh just basic stuff and i've been sick too so i haven't been yeah i know stay over there yeah so if i <laughs> if i sound nasally this is not my normal uh normal normal voice pattern but right. um I mean, just doing the small things this past few days, mm -hmm. like I can already see huge improvement. And just cool. you know, throw my body in positions. I'm like, oh, this isn't actually not as difficult huh. anymore. So it's, it, well, like I said, good. all it does is just take you know, it's a little bit of a little bit of effort mm -hmm. in the proper way, uh -huh. uh, and your body will start to be like, okay, yeah, I like this. Let's bring on more. So it's excellent. Mean, don't be afraid of oh, it's going to be take forever. Sometimes right. it could be quick as long as you mm -hmm. do your daily stuff. Yeah. Like you'll see improvements. That's cool. So well, I've been doing a daily thing and I'm the, the show and tell item is this uh, workbook I've made for myself. I went to Kinko's and I printed off a bunch of things and I had it spiral bound. So every day um, there's a little group of check boxes for different stretches and things and different just little like skill stuff. It's not nothing on there really is for strength at all because yeah. that I don't have to make myself do strength yeah. and conditioning. That's like brushing my teeth. Yeah. Um, but this is like the stuff that I want to get better at, but just never seem to make myself do. Mm -hmm. And just having that little notebook there reminding me, oh, hey, by the way, have you worked on this, 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 or this today? So I'm going to bring that over sometime and show you. Yes, You might want to make one. Um, oh, I already know. Yeah, it's uh, already in there. The, he's already the making wheel, it inside. The wheels are turning. All right, start looking for Kinko's coupons. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Cost me about 20 bucks to do it for two pages per day for 60 days. Okay. So... Yeah, I think you can pony that up. Christmas. There you go. All right, so I did a very different event, but still kind of related. Um, up in Chicago, Katie Peterson and uh, Robert Miller, both of them are very well involved with the RKC system. Um, they're team leaders. I believe both of them are team leaders. I had to think about that a moment. And they have this neat program they came up with, like totally came up with it. The first time I heard about it was they gave a presentation at the uh, RKC leadership meeting at the health and strength conference that we had up in um, Minneapolis uh, a couple months ago. And they had this amazing PowerPoint and all this cool stuff. And I'm like, whoa, what is this? This is really neat. And so I, I knew right then and there I wanted to get involved in some capacity. And I contacted them. When's the next one? They said, October. I said, I'll be there. Um, and they said, hey, do you want to judge? Sure. I'd love to. They're like, okay, well, we, you know, require everybody to, you know, who judges uh, an RKC instructor. So, you know, the form, we're all judging by the same rules. And I'm like, uh-oh. You know, I, I'm kind of known for being very particular. So I wanted to make sure I'm like, all right, you know, where, where is the level here? You know, I don't want to be like that person. I don't, yeah. you know, don't want to hold people back if, you know, what I want to be fair is what I'm trying to say. So anyway, they had this great program. There were about six different stations and each of these stations um, tested kind of a different um, aspect. So kind of like, um, I don't want to, well, I don't know. I don't know a lot about the CrossFit games, but I know that's also a competition. And um, so basically we had five or six different teams, um, each of about five people on them, and they all trained together. 
and they came and did each of these events in the same order, which when you hear what they are, you'll understand why they're in that order. Um, and they accumulated points um, on each one. And what was neat was that Robert and Katie had figured out this kind of like mul uh, multiplier. Like let's say, so Chad and I weigh different things. Um, <coughs> and not just because of that ice cream I mentioned from the 90s. That was Chad dropping water. Um, anyway, uh, so let's say I press a kettlebell that's you know heavier than what I would use in an RKC um, snatch test. I would get extra points for that because it was a little bit heavier. Let's say <coughs> I've gotten a little tired and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna drop down a size, but I'm gonna do more reps. That was accounted for in their system as well. They had this giant spreadsheet. They had all this stuff. It was super, super cool. And um, so anyway, all the judges went around, we had a card, and uh, so it, it's one of those moments where you're trying not to cough when you really, you know what, go ahead, let it out. <laughs> all right. All right, we're good now. Okay. Tickle. Tickle. He's like good. crying. He's trying so hard not to cough for you guys. That's okay. All right. Proceed. So we had all of these teams and all this stuff going on, and it was very, very incredible. So... They had to do a max um, Turkish get-up on the left and the right, and at that case, um, they had to be able to do that weight on the left and the right. So they did that first, and then they had to do as many pull-ups as possible. And then, let's see, they had, ah, like their version of the um, uh, Beast Challenge slash Iron Maiden, and uh, basically what that was is the it didn't have to be the test weights for that, but just the heaviest pistol, press, and weighted pull-up that they could do, and that would earn points for their team. After that, they had a deadlift, like a max deadlift. They got three attempts for that, and uh, there were some very impressive deadlifts uh, that happened. Now, mind you, those deadlifts happened after all of that other stuff. So these guys were still, I saw one guy do a nice, nice, made it look easy, 545 pound deadlift and he wasn't that big um, just amazing a lot of the ladies really brought it on that too it was it was great to see it was really hard not to jump in there and do it too but I was <laughs> you know I was a judge I was on the job I had my shirt on you know what I mean yeah uh, after that came two events that um, you know you get a little bit of a false sense of security you've done all these strength things and then it's like uh-oh the next thing was this thing, a uh, complex or a chain, and it every team would have five minutes. They could pick three team members. They had to use uh, doubles of the uh, snatch kettlebell, uh, snatch test weight kettlebells. So for me at my weight right now, that would be a pair of 14 kilo kettlebells. So in that five minutes, they had to do this sequence of exercises as many times as possible with good form because um, they had one judge on each of three people watching. <clears throat> Chad is dying over here. He's trying so hard not to cough. <laughs> that it's like it's like he's cutting up an onion over here. Oh, it's both. It's, it's amazing. The, the string train is making me cry as well. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. <laughs> you should have been there. It was, it was super moving. The next one, um, af so after that, this team of five had to pick another three people of them. There'd be obviously some overlap for the last event, which was a relay. Now, this thing was a killer. And you could really tell who had been training a certain way. 
and who hadn't because here we are at the end of the day this went from about nine to about one o'clock or maybe a little bit later by the time the relay came around I was so into it I didn't even I don't even know if there was a clock in the room and because um, it was it was pretty intense to to judge I mean like when I judged like the um, uh, century test for the um, for the PCC you know that's that's pretty intense too but it's one person doing one thing it's body weight you know I'm not trying to dodge potentially a flying kettlebell <laughs> you know <laughs> no one's gonna pop up from a push-up and come straight from my head Shake or anything head. yeah so you know you're having to be aware of a whole lot um, so when the relay came around um, you know a lot of these people are tired their form is starting to break down we're giving more no reps um, you know and you could tell you know, who had been training with a good coach who might have just started um, training with kettlebells and thought they could just muscle through it. But then you also saw some people were just like machines yeah. and they just shredded through it. To give you an idea, um, and I'm going to be writing a very detailed article on this soon and I'll send you a link for that somewhere. You'll know. <laughs> You'll know when that article's out. Um, but a very detailed article about exactly what happened and you know some training ideas. And I even put together a workout, a short like forty-five minute workout based, based yeah, nice. based on what I saw. Yes, Chad, you can try it. Yes. <laughs> but um, it just it was so cool to see, you know, people could learn. Hey, in a very real in a very real world kind of way, this is where my training is doing well. This is where I need to improve. This is where things are breaking down. And you know everybody there just had the best attitudes. You could tell everyone was learning. They were feeling you know there were so many events that everybody was good at something. Something, yeah. You know, and so these teams, they were they were great. I was super inspired by it. And like it was really hard not to jump in there and do it too. I mean, goodness, you know I, I'm tensing up for them, and I can't watch people deadlift without you know helping them psychically. Yeah. You know, and 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 with my my stomach, you know, if I go to a powerlifting meet, I'm cheering everyone on, and then afterwards, it's like I've done isometric exercises for the whole time. Oh yes, you're, it's just, you're sore and yeah. beaten. You don't even realize why. I'm like I'm really hungry. What? We've been training. I'm so confused right now. So it was like that, but it was just a great group of people, and the way the whole system was put together was super super cool. And uh, they're even talking about um, doing it even more regularly. That's cool. Yeah, they did it last year. There's this year. I'm not sure when the next one is. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to tell you yet. <laughs> so we're just going to leave that there. It will happen again. It's awesome. And if you are in any way able to participate, please do. And this was held at um, it? Movement Republic. Oh, up in, cool uh, name. I know, great name. Uh, it's owned by this guy uh, and his wife. His name is John Harvey. No relation to me, but I would greatly accept uh, being related to either him or his wife because they were super cool. And um, it's uh, kind of it's like CrossFit facility, uh, but they'd really outfitted it super, super well. Like turf, they've got rubber yeah. floor, they've got a big cage. They just ordered a, a ton of kettlebells from Dragon Door. Oh. So there was a pallet there and you know they had the new 60 kilo which of course everybody had to go try stuff with and yeah, point out i got that i got that catalog in the mail and it was <laughs> very 
it's like really like <laughs> like what there's so many things in there I want right? now and I'm like those, I mean granted the books they're pretty well priced like I yeah they're like, awesome that strong medicine book I was telling you about I didn't it looks like an encyclopedia but it's like oh it's only 30 something bucks like that's insane it's really I'm trying to remember how many pages it is it's a lot of pages it's like a little phone book nice I'm kind of mad at myself for not bringing it over here today, but I did walk. It's okay. So, but also that now you're speaking about the facility. Um, the honor that came here was that they they were, it was in a room you could tell they were building, but they, okay. had, they had a 40 foot monkey bar set. Oh my So God. when I saw that, I was like, oh, you can even love this. I'm I would sure go, monkey bar Monday would be nice on this 40 foot. Uh, yes. 40 foot, uh, basically, monkey bar set. Uh, so it was it was quite impressive. How wide was it? Uh, I'd say, I'd, I'd probably give it a good three foot, maybe four foot. Could wide. we race? Uh, we might it, kick each other. I mean, it'd be, it'd be, <laughs> it'd be one of those battles, like, I'm going to give you an elbow to the head accidentally. Oh, <laughs> but it could be possible. Right. But, uh, it, but seeing how long, I was like, oh my gosh, that's, that's cool. Yeah, yeah that's cool. so, and it was still in the back area where they're still, you know, constructing certain things, but I got to t go check that out and was yeah. very highly impressed. I think I put them in my picture section or have pictures of it I've somewhere. I've got to look through those. And, yeah, a uh, little apology, everyone. Uh, I know I've been neglecting Monkey Bar Monday. Uh, I've got a big project that I'm finishing up hopefully today or within 24 hours, and then, then game on, then my on. friends. But actually... Um, one of the things I want since you can do the human flags, correct? I I'm I've got one leg in, one leg out. One leg in, all right. Well, and it, we'll go down to Starbucks. There's okay. there's that sign out front. Okay. From SunTrust. Okay. I love the flag off of that stupid thing. It's it's a matched grip, so it's easy. All right. Well, we're gonna work. We'll have to work on that, but uh, I know that's something I want to do. Okay. So that's goal of mine. Yes. I want to be maybe by July fourth. I'll make my own. <laughs> That's cool. Patriotic uh, human flag, but yeah, have to get the outfit. So anyway, uh, next time we'll be back to our full hour. Um, I'm not sure what the topic will be yet, and we're still working on coming up with a new name. But for now, this is the GearYourGirl.com podcast. Please support our sponsor, me, GearYourGirl <laughs> at GearYourGirl.com. Click through, and if you are in the Central Florida area and you need some movement mechanic work, please go see Dr. Chad Eldridge. He will help you out, especially with his new functional range conditioning knowledge. This sounds super fascinating. Yeah, so it is. It is. We're going to have to try that out. Oh, we'll have fun. Awesome. Great. Well, thanks for joining us, and remember to subscribe on iTunes.